2: Yeah, nice. I don't mind that. Um, Forgive my laugh, that's very much because this is the second introduction we've recorded. (laughs) Because we're recording this in December, so Laura went very Christmassy, uh, then realised that it wasn't Christmas so we couldn't do that. And then, on not a busy street, but certainly a street with people around, in the middle of December, you just shouted Happy New Year, and the person behind us went, (laughs) oh!
1: Happy New Year, William! Screw real life! I'm in this for the pod noise!
2: So, yes, here we are, Laura. It's January, as far as you pricks are concerned.
1: It's not January for us, it's December. There's snow and ice and slip everywhere. We've parked in a, well, a predicament, haven't we, Will? That's where we've parked. Well, we've parked
2: in a pay and display car park that has got a broken pay and display machine, so we parked for free. Yeah. Win! When... But for any, well basically, today is the twelfth of December.
1: Twelve calling birds.
2: No, because it's Advent, isn't it? The first day of Christmas is Christmas Day, um, and then it's very the eleventh of December, which is yesterday. First day of
1: Advents, Christmas Day. Were you chatting no, about the first day?
2: You know, the first day of Christmas, which your true love gives to you.
1: Oh, that looks cool. Yes. Well, <laughs> um, this is even worse than our usual approach.
2: I'll just finish the intro before you jump ahead to the arrival. Yeah. It's very icy down here in uh, Sussex. So we parked on basically a hill with slipperiness. The car drifted a little bit. We've got it safe. And as we were leaving, a car was doing a bad job of parking in the bay next to us. And Laura said, I can't say watch. If he's going to hit my car, he's going to hit my car.
1: Yeah, nothing I can do about it. And I don't want to see see her get smashed up. But anyway, listen, we're in Lewis. Beautiful little town, spelt confusingly, L-E-W-E-S, Lewis, Lewis.
2: In the same way as the Isle of Wight would spell cows, C-O-W-E-S, and to be fair, white, W-I-G-H-T.
1: Yes, Um, but we are (coughs) here to go to Lewis Castle, so we've just turned off the high street. It's bang in the middle of the town. There's I mean it it just looks storybook picture perfect doesn't it you've got um, a little windy cobbled street and then the battlements that you walk under to get in
2: the castle is to your left but the archaeology museum and shop is to your right and you do it as a tour
1: a tour yeah you do it as a tour
2: not tour like in a Brooklyn accent (laughs) T-W-O hyphen E-R he's
1: doing a tour of the castle so
2: yeah I'm very excited he's
1: a good boy I'm going to do the whole episode like this on the tour.
2: I heard a really funny joke the other day. Uh, do you want to hear it? Yes. Now, firstly, I was like, it's from a Jewish comedian, so it's a laugh.
1: Oh, no, I don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> I don't think you can tell it. Your hat's great, by the way. Becca made it. Really?
2: Yeah, the pom-pom's a bit shit, but that's... Um, she's going to redo the pom-pom. Uh,
1: she's going to redo that fucking pom-pom if it's the last thing she does. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, oh, there's a cannon, and I slipped. Um, right, so we'll go and get some tickets, and then we'll head into the left. Yeah, great. Well, we're in. We've gone through a tiny little gate. It was very cute. And now we're in a little bit of walled garden with um, a cannon just covered in snow, and it is snowing, William. It is
2: snowing. Uh, I also, I'd forgotten they do that. One of the nice things about this is so we are the only people... At Lewis Castle today,
1: they cleared it out because we're so famo now.
2: It's yeah, a bit, big time, big time podcasters. But like, it's not um, in the same way that you know Warwick Castle and that a big own. They're not. They're run by Sussex past the local charity, get money from the lottery. So you go in, you talk to the people behind, and then they just bring you out. They get the key to the castle yeah. and let you in the <laughs> castle.
1: So, on the left as you come in, there's a map of everything. So we're in the gun garden, um, and then you can see, like, the tower goes up, there's a bowling garden, there's a gatehouse. Um, We are now in the former moat of Lewis Castle. Oh, this would have been a moat, Will.
2: Yeah, buddy. This is the moat. The
1: original entrance was further up Castle Gate through the archway of the Norman Gate, so I guess that's the bit that we could see there?
2: Yeah, so that there... The, um, the Barbican, through there is the Norman Gatehouse. You don't
1: mean the theatre.
2: You don't mean the theatre, no. No.
1: Nope. so many accents today. Uh, and then on the right, ooh, there's like a model of, of the whole thing... Um, done in plastic but looks like bronze
2: looks like metal isn't
1: oh and it's got some braille on it that's nice that's a little bit of inclusivity uh so yeah it's got like the barbican a new entrance was added in the 14th century and and you can move around and it explains what the moat is and and stuff like that and then on the wall behind that they've got plans of how it changed over the centuries so in 1068 it was like a wooden and bailey castle
2: Interesting as well that, like, because I always forget where we live is so close to Hastings and battle and all that kind of thing.
1: Well, South Coast, isn't it? So it's prime invasion yeah, territory. Exactly,
2: but I never think of that. So, like, 1066, obviously, the Battle of Hastings, and only two years later, William de Warren. Built this simple castle,
1: just a simple castle in
2: Lewis, and then again, less than forty years later, stone replaces wood, blah blah, and then they got two. You mounds. can picture it
1: like a video game, isn't it? Like I've built up the resources, now I'm going to start upgrading my walls yeah. around the edge. I'm
2: so bad at those kind of games, folks. I'll have like you know a laser, but I've just got a, a wooden fence.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it goes to stone then. Um, uh, and, and they add the keep by the looks of it. So there's a shell around the keep, unless it's made of shell. I don't think that's what it means.
2: Yeah, I don't think it's like a sandcastle.
1: No, OK. And then sort of 100 to 200 years later, they've built it so that archers can go off the ends of the towers. They're adding like a bit of a, what's it called, like a manor house in there. Um, they've got some baileys. It's Christmas, just, isn't it? Yeah, it's delish. <laughs>
2: Do you know, I have had to really rein in my spending this Christmas. I've been saving, I've been, like, working hard. And it's the first Christmas where I'm like, yeah, I've got all the cash I need to have the Christmas I want. But then the little devil on my shoulder is like, you do want a pair of Doc Martens, though. Yeah. And you have got, you very rarely have just got 160 quid lying around. But you are. And I'm like, but that's for Christmas dinner. Like, but how long will exactly. the Doc Martens yeah. last?
1: And that that's what no one ever explains, I think, is they're like, oh, you must save up. But then no one teaches you how to deal with how difficult it is when you've got the money you saved up. Well,
2: I went to the Doc Martin shop the other day.
1: I saw your post, mate. I
2: went in, I said to the lady, I said, listen, I'm not going to buy them today. But I know that Doc's come up differently sized, so I just want to know the size that I need. So when I'm ready to come in, I can just pull the trigger. <laughs> And I said, I want the 1460. I want them cherry red. I think it's a size nine. Doc's come up big, so it's actually going to be a size eight.
1: Oh, he's got a little dinky dancer feet.
2: And I'm walking around. I was like, oh. she said, do you want them? And I said, yeah, but I'm, like I said, I'm not buying them today. And she said, lovely little lady in a very sexy cardigan. She said, listen... <laughs> No, because it was sort of like, it was done up. Like, you know you mismatched the buttons? Oh, OK. But it was that by design and off a shoulder.
1: Looks like you've just had a kiss in the stockroom.
2: Oh, I'd love a kiss in the stockroom. No,
1: William, you're soon to be wed. <laughs> anyway, then, sexy cardigan. But then
2: she says to me, she's like, yeah, they do look good. I said, they do look good, don't they? And I think I've, as I get older, I am stepping a little bit more into the mod fashion. Uh, and she went, if you buy them now, I'll give you 10% off.
1: <gasps> Did you do it, Will?
2: I didn't do it. Oh, I, I held resolve. Do I said it. I said you're a bad person, but I'm gonna come back here in the new year and I'm gonna find you and I'm gonna ask for ten percent off.
1: <laughs> anyway, we're in a little
2: room now. Now this is the thing I like the most about Lewis Castle that I'd completely forgotten about. So where we are in this old moat, there is it's called the bowling green.
1: No, now, it's that, the gun garden.
2: No, no. The the bit of grass was called the bowling green, wasn't it?
1: No, I think this is the gun garden. I think the bowling green is elsewhere.
2: Well, anyway, Because it's it's a garden
1: and it's got a gun in it. Fair.
2: It's a grass. There's grass. It's a grass. It's a grass. It's a grass. It's a grass.
1: He keeps telling on us he's a grass, see?
2: But when last time I was here in the summer... He
1: snitched on us while we were doing the tour. (laughs) Have
2: you been watching, like, some New York... Have you (laughs) been watching Gangs of New York? No,
1: I've been watching the Harry and Meghan documentary like everybody else my age. Well,
2: I haven't. I've been watching Cracker. Um, <laughs> so there's loads of games in here, like um, jacks and uh, noughts and crosses and building blocks and ho- croquet and that sort of thing. And in the summer, these kids just play in here, and it's really nice. Ah. So here's a timeline. We're in this big wall. is covered with sort of the timeline. So I think if we do this, that's sort of the dry history bit. And then we'll go and explore. We
1: won't make it dry, though. We're going to make it sexy. Can
2: you not do an American accent for the next 10 minutes? I
1: like can't promise you anything, William.
2: 9.18. OK, so 9.18.
1: Bloody pre- hell, my alarm went off 20 minutes ago.
2: What, 8.58?
1: Tom does set his alarm for random kooky times like that Tom sets his alarm for like 10.17
2: my alarm goes at 7.16 and he's like like, but what does it matter I'll tell you why 7.16 that's your
1: favourite bus route
2: no 7.16 affords me the time to do two snoozes
1: yeah
2: and then get up have a shower get ready for the day make a cup of tea bang it's 8 o'clock and I'm up
1: wow my alarm goes off at 10am Okay. well (laughs) I don't like the mornings 9.18.
2: 9.18. Laura's going to get up in about 45 minutes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Lewis is a defended borough. Burg. In a document, called the Burgle Haidage.
1: Oh, that's what my band would be called if I had one, Burgle Haidage. <laughs> I'm actually a headlining Latitude this year.
2: You're headlining Latitude with a band called Burgle Haidage.
1: Yeah, we do techno-electronica beats.
2: I've been writing some techno-electronica beats. <laughs> Listen to this. That is, oh, my God. I was really hoping there'd be a chance to play you my beats that I've been writing.
1: <laughs> I need you to know this was not set up. Ready? <laughs> I will be referring to you as Ross Geller for the rest of the... Recording.
2: Go forward to nine thirty.
1: Athelstans here.
2: Now do you know there's a there's a housing estate in Kettering. You know how like um where I'm from? Um, do you know Alexandra Haddow, the Oh my room?
1: god, finish a sentence. She's from Corby. I didn't know that.
2: She's the next town over. Anyway.
1: <laughs> anyway. Play anyway. some more techno beats. That'll feel got game. more <laughs> Anyway, Athelstan turns up. He's like, you've got to be able to make coins in each of your boroughs. Um, but Lewis had two people that made coins. Why have you been doing this, Will?
2: It's good. It's fun. Anyway, right? King Athelstan said that every. I've borough... done that one. Okay.
1: Then it's 1066 in, like, 130 years. Obviously, we all know what happens in in 1066. William of Normandy, he turns up, kills Harold. William becomes the king. He's William the Conqueror. And then... Oh, what's it say? Work on Lewis Castle, built for William de Warren, probably started within two years of the invasion. So that's the the genesis of this castle. Yeah,
2: like we said at the beginning. Also, did you tell me about King Harold and his eye?
1: No, it was on Jenner's podcast. Yeah,
2: but you told me. Did I? You said you heard on Jenner's podcast. Well, because it's a Jenner, if you want to know that.
1: Yeah, um, it's Janina Ramirez on Greg Jenner's... uh, Jenner! (laughs) <laughs> you're me podcast I'm oh, um, great rival um, <laughs> he doesn't know um, and um, oh my god it's such a good episode it's really fascinating and it's all about the Bayer tapestry I think it's Janina Ramirez and, um, and about the truth about Harold being shot in the eye
2: which he basically wasn't as a fact uh, 20 years later King William the first being the conqueror he orders work on what will become the doomsday book
1: oh my god his wife is called Gundrada Gundrad, yeah. Oh, I don't like that.
2: And meanwhile, William de Warren and Gundrada, they visit the great abbey in, of Cluny in France. They found the Priory of St Pancras in Southover with the helps of the monks
1: I hope Cluny. all the monks at that abbey were called Martin and George.
2: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah.
1: Then uh, after that, oh, they start work on the doomsday book.
2: No, we've done that one.
1: No, we haven't. <laughs> That's have a 1086. That, that you'll comes you'll, after 82. You'll
2: listen back to this and realise that I've already well, done well,
1: it. Well, you did it in the wrong order then. Hmm, so yeah. <laughs> right, then um, the castle gets enlarged here. That's when the shell turns up. They put the sand castle on. William de Warenne third. he was a bad soldier. We're in 1147 now. He runs away from a battle in Lincoln um, and he gets killed, I think. So that's sad for him. He's dead now. Oh, Thomas Beckett's murdered.
2: Will someone rid me of this troublesome priest?
1: And get me a horse. Um, So he's dead now. Different
2: king. Just just for the listener at home who's annoyed as I am, different king.
1: Mm, That's what Wenceslas said. On the feast of Liam. 12.15,
2: 12.15, the Magna Carta is signed.
1: Whoop, whoop. Well done, Barons. Um, right, now we're adding some stuff to Lewis Castle. Oh, I understand now yeah, what's happening. the top one is the yeah. world and the bottom one is the <laughs> castle. So this timeline, there's two lines. There's a top line and a bottom line. And now I've just clicked like ten segments in that the bottom. Ugh, in bah-ha. fact, it says the history of Lewis and then... England on the top. It says it very clearly. You just have to be I smart exactly and able what to was read. Going on. <laughs> so they're adding angled towers to the shell keep. Um, and that makes the defences better. Okay, you do England and okay. I'll do Lewis.
2: 1264. God,
1: if we planned this podcast, it would be so good. It's all right as it is. Yeah, it's fine. The aftermath. You're not that, paying for it, are you, <laughs> most of you? So, you yes. know.
2: But if you do want to pay for it, you can at <laughs> patreon.com forward slash national treasures. I don't know why you would. Uh, 1264.
1: Well, you should because it cost us £21.50 to get in here today. Two tickets and a guidebook. The Plus, we should have paid for parking, probably.
2: The aftermath of the Battle of Lewis on the 14th of May, the castle is in the hands of the Royalists. It is attacked by Simon de Montfort's troops, but was surrendered when it was clear that the King had lost the battle.
1: Uh oh! Um, and they're adding a barbican to Lewis Castle, and now it looks really swanky and imposing on the high street just opposite the market. It's like, do you want to buy a cow? better do it legally bitches cuz we're here in this castle.
2: And then a few years later in England, John de Warenne, the 8th Earl of Surrey dies. He has no legitimate male heir. Most of his property, which does include Lewis Castle, passes to his nephew, the Earl of Arundel.
1: Uh-oh. But guess what? 1350, the Black Death is kicking in. <coughs> Um, it starts in southwest England, didn't know that, and it's just all over the place, spreads like plague. Um, kills a third of all people in England. There isn't a record of how it affected Lewis.
2: But I imagine it would be about a third. Yeah, um, probs.
1: Maybe a bit better because it was a rich town.
2: 1415.
1: Money can't buy you health.
2: Unless you're Magic Johnson. Uh, The Battle of Agincourt is one of the most famous battles in the Hundred Years' War. Henry V and the French Valois family were fighting over the French throne. The battle is famous for the English use of large numbers of longbows. It also features in Shakespeare's play Henry V.
1: Ah, my kingdom for a mouse. Get back the sea. Um so right, then the Earl of Arundel, he's got the castle now, he dies, uh oh, and then his widow dies, uh oh. And then the castle gets um inherited by three sisters. Ooh. That...
2: From from the Shakespeare play, my best.
1: Yeah. Um they've got one eye between them. From and the d- be... from
2: the Disney film Hercules. <laughs>
1: See, the past, the present, and tomorrow. Um, And, oh, it was then not brought under one owner again for over 450 years. In
2: 1485, Henry VII is crowned as the first Tudor monarch. He wins the crown by beating Richard III.
1: Yay! My kingdom for a horse. That guy that killed those children. At the Battle
2: of Bosworth in Leicester. Die,
1: nephews, die!
2: Henry VIII, Edward VI, Mary I and Elizabeth I, all descended from him.
1: Come with me, I'm going to give you a tour of the castle. Bash, bash, bury these boys. I don't want them anymore. Hey, it's me, King Richard the <laughs> Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> uh, right, so that's happened. Right, Louis Priory then gets surrendered to Thomas Cromwell. Uh-oh, because of the Reformation. Yep. Um, and... Um, he Cromwell sends in a special squad of workmen and they smash the Priory up because that's what Henry VIII wanted.
2: Now, between 1555 and 1557, Lewis had the second highest number of Protestants burnt at the stake during the Ooh. reign of Roman Catholic Queen Mary I. Seventeen martyrs were burned outside the Star Inn, which is now the Town Hall
1: yikes okay then we're flashing forward a bit 1588 the spanish armada Uh uh-oh they're on the approach according to the rumor mill um and lewis is given guns and gunpowder and lots of shot to defend the area but the armada never get here because of storms off the coast and then they have a big celebration um using some of the gunpowder
2: very interestingly, in 16... Now, the way they've worded this, Laura blows my mind. 1605, a group of Catholics decided to blow up King James I and Parliament. Like, that's what sort of burying the lead. It's the gunpowder plot. It's, it's, never... <laughs> it's got this the gunpowder plot. Hooray.
1: Uh, right, 1639, the castle's fallen into disrepair. Nobody's very happy. Um, people have been nicking all the stone to go and use for other buildings. And um, they've turned it into a bowling green. I mean, to me, that sounds like the people taking back what they're rightfully owed. But, you well, know. Well,
2: speaking of people taking back things they're rightfully owed, it's the Civil War, 1642 to 1649. Wood, wood. Uh, King Charles I, at the end, loses his head. Spoiler Spoiler alert.
1: And then they never tell us what happens with that, so we'll have to assume God won. 1712 comes along and horse racing starts in Lewis. Horse races took place on the Downs um, and became very fashionable. Um, Probably still is. It's big horsey country around here, isn't it?
2: Yeah, very horsey. Now, 1726, uh, somebody started to create a pleasure garden in the area inside the shellkeeper, the castle. Many people came to see the, the ruins, the alterations to the buildings and the gardens and his name was the lovely Thomas Friend.
1: Ah, speaking of uh, Thomases, we've got a Tom Paine now, who has been called the first international revolutionary. He lives in Lewis uh, around 1768 and was a huge supporter of the American Revolution and the French Revolution. Woo, join the union!
2: 1830, King William IV and Queen Adelaide visited Lewis. They come to a dinner, and while the king is at a meeting with the town's leaders, the queen comes to Lewis Castle. It's the first time that a reigning monarch has been to Lewis in 600 years.
1: Oh, in 1845, the railway line between Lewis and Brighton opens, and L- Lewisians discover civilization.
2: Uh, I don't want that to be part of my feeling. That was very much Laura. I like Lewis.
1: I I think Lewis is fine, but at max we have one Lewis listener, and B, Brighton's better.
2: (laughs) Who listens to us in Lewis?
1: I don't know, probably someone.
2: Well, the people that work here said they were going to listen, so I apologise to them.
1: I don't. Wow. Brighton's better. Shut up.
2: 1850, the Sussex Archaeological Society leased Lewis Castle for £30 a year and they claim that we don't work hard enough to get property. Hell. 30 quid a year, what's that a month?
1: Two uh, fifty. Uh, yeah, something like that.
2: They employ a custodian, fun is what they're paying him, uh, to live in the West Tower. They wanted to use the site so they removed buildings from the gun garden, then preceded the Freemasons to <laughs> stop their diabolical plots uh, to move out.
1: Yeah. Uh, in 1907, the Barbican House was acquired by the Sussex Archaeological Society and they stuck the museum in it and then they started looking after the castle and stuff. Lovely.
2: 1914 to 1918, big time historically, First World War. Um, soldiers were camped around Lewis, so the Sussex Archaeological Society offered them free entry to the castle and museum. About two and a half thousand of them visited the castle over one weekend.
1: Mm. And then in the Second World War, uh, it was used as an observation post to look out for aircraft and stuff. And they also housed loads of fresh water here for the townspeople to drink.
2: And then, about 13, 14 years ago, in 2008, there were major works to improve facilities and information um, in the castle and the museum. And we must thank, for a lot of that money the Heritage Lottery Fund. Laura, before you start recording this little segment of the podcast, I think that is the most information we've ever given on this podcast.
1: Yeah, it's up there with the Richard III Museum, (laughs) isn't it? That was a a good information one. So
2: now we've we've sort of done the learning. Let's let's head into the castle. Wood, wood. Quite a steep walk.
1: Yeah, you don't want to listen to us panting. I'll stop recording and you can catch us at the top. But, you know, if if you're missing out... On that soundscape, um, maybe do some panting yourself. Oh, little dog prints in the snow. I didn't bring little Mackie today because it, it is snowy underfoot and I'm not sure about her paws. That's not what
2: you said to me. You said you didn't bring her because she'd be annoying.
1: That's, uh, that's tonight when we record the Christmas episode. Thank you. We're halfway up the stairs. Um, we just wanted to say we there is a Barbican Tower... Um, We can't get in there today because it's icy. Inclement weather means we cannot go there. Um, But it's a whole part of the visit that you could do if you came.
2: I've done it in the past. It's great.
1: It's the best.
2: Just for the people of Lewis, who probably the millions of people in Lewis that listen to this podcast, please don't think we've ignored the Barbican Tower. We'd love to go in. But the um, snow, as Laura said, quite beautifully, inclement weather... um, also I'd forgotten this on the steps there are some you'll see people's names and as I said because it's not a big place these are people that have given money for the restoration so you see them up and around that's quite nice
1: yeah that's a really cute way to do it and halfway up these steps as you can hear we're not panting that wildly because there's a little resting bench
2: So, let's actually, what lovely, uh, we can't get into the gatehouse and the bar. Let's
1: actually, what lovely, your sentences, Bud Bud, are some of my favourite masterpieces in the art world.
2: You know, Becca and I were doing a thing the other day, and we had to take it in turns to talk, and I found myself at some point getting (laughs) infuriated with her, because she says, minimum once a sentence, it's kind of like, just like this. Just say it's it's like this.
1: (laughs) But you... You have started eight sentences and then finish any one of them at random.
2: I am, and there's no denying it, when you think about it, <laughs> at the end of the day, yeah. <laughs> I'm like a waterbender, an avatar, but with words. I'm bringing all of my um, armaments to myself, whirling them around me and firing them off at random
1: He's a moron. My favourite thing about you is when you try and describe something and you jump straight into the details without telling the listener what the overall thing is. Like, you'll just wander up to something you like, and then you'll be like, so it's got brass knobs. And then you pull that bit, okay, I've worked out how it works. The paper comes out there, and then you walk away, like, completely What are you describing there? I don't know, something you'd see in one of our manor houses that we look at.
2: That sounds wonderful. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
1: So we're looking at the Norman Gatehouse and the Barbican now.
2: So the Norman Gatehouse to the left... Was probably square, but at the time, at now actually, sorry, at the time, today, <laughs> <laughs> at the time, today.
1: Now, today, before, in the past, tomorrow.
2: Alas, only one wall remains, but previously, <laughs> there had been four, probably square. Um, it was part of the curtain wall, which enclosed the, cur- of the castle, and went all out to the motte. Um, they're made from roughly laid flints with, is it Cayenne stone?
1: Is that Cannes, like as in fr- France? That can in France, isn't it?
2: Could be. um and then the Barbican was built in front of that um, in the 14th century, and the flints and the front are laid quite carefully in neat rows, and there's green sandstone used as decoration.
1: It's very beautiful. You can really, it's really fun seeing the, like, what's left of the original gatehouse. It's just sort of a single wall sticking up, and then with the Barbican in front of it, it And then, like, just behind it, because it's such a tight town. So just behind that, you've got the rooftops of modern houses. Like, you can see a real glass ceiling, like, um, domed ceiling built on one. And then older attic rooms. And then behind that, you can see the ridge of the South Downs going across. And it's covered in snow today. It is like being in a Netflix Christmas movie.
2: Yeah, and if you look to the right of where I'm standing immediately you can see one of Britain's most attractive podcasters.
1: It's Laura Langs. What? It's huge news. <laughs> oh, look at the view from up here. We're not even at the top yet. You recording? Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> the thing with Lewis and you're just, we're just about high enough to start seeing it now but it's got this amazing white cliff face in the middle of it there's a bit in the middle of Lewis I used to work there when I worked in a shop just before I became a comedian well, before I went full-time I've always been trying, haven't I, Will? Big time Hey, oh, hi um, and there's like a bit where there's a brewery right in the middle with the backdrop of the white cliffs and this beautiful little picturesque town It's just one of the most, like, stunningly picturesque English country town looks that you can imagine. We're getting to the top now. You can hear my breath beginning to pant. The snow's beginning to fall a bit harder.
2: Now, just to interrupt, Laura, one thing that we have to put in this sort of negative column is... It's not the most accessible of places. It's
1: not accessible at all. Apart from the Braille down there, it is all steps.
2: But that's because it is a castle built a thousand years ago. Yeah. Like, and I think that I will say in their defence, like, it is steps up, but there are a lot of benches. So if you have mobility issues and need a rest, you're fine.
1: But there's no slopes. There's no ramps. No. That's the Bowling Green over there. So where we are now, we're almost at the top. And if you look to your left, there's a big stretch of walled garden. That's yeah. the Bowling Green. So we're at the top now. It's um, There was, was a sign we walked past. I was laughing at Will being funny. Brack um, Brackmount Brack Mount is the oldest part of Lewis Castle. So that's a building that you can... Oh, no, it's not. Uh, Brackmount. Mount yeah, is the oldest part of the castle. So, what is it? There's a little sign pointing. Is it pointing to this massive building? It's that there. It's what? Where will this brass machine with knobs and pull it, and the
2: paper comes out. Next question.
1: <laughs> what is it? Is it anything? Is it a building?
2: The thing is, because this, this is a unique castle, you started in with a mound. Two, I'm very much in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> It has two sent. <laughs> it has two motts, and because of this, the Brack Mount is the oldest pass that was being built here in the late 11th century. But of course, as we know, about 200 years later, there was a second mot built, which made the Brack Mount less important. So it fell in despair. Uh, it did dis- disrepair. <laughs> it just- I fall into fucking despair.
1: <laughs> just a hill throwing itself on the ground, wailing, Mew! Well, there's a bird box up there, William.
2: Well, it's winter. They've all gone south.
1: Robins are still around, aren't they? John Robins? I don't know. Oh, look, I can see a windmill. That's the windmill near where we live. In Old Amsterdam?
2: No, if you drive towards Rottingdean.
1: I saw a mouse. Where? There on that hill. It's apparently near where we live. Oh, my God, there's literal children sledding in the distance, William. This is the most wholesome thing I've ever done. Just with my best friend in a castle... I'm going
2: to get a photo put it on my Instagram So we're at the top, it's a circular little area Leading to a
1: doorway. Ooh. Shut. I love what the floor is like here. They've got like a pattern into it with cobbly little roundy stones and then sideways flat red stones to make shapes and patterns out of it. That is a terrible explanation. I can't believe I've been ribbing you for your explanations and then came out with that.
2: Luckily, <laughs> I've taken a photograph. Yeah,
1: of it. yeah, yeah. Check the Instagram. Um, and then there's some chairs locked up in that. But that would have been where the archers were pounding people.
2: Yeah, relieve their tension before the big battle.
1: Probably sometimes.
2: Yeah, sex.
1: I think I'd have wept myself a lot if I'd been a fighter. This,
2: Laura, is the fireplace from the Great Hall. So uh,
1: w- this would have been roofed up and been the Great Hall, would it?
2: Yeah. Oh.
1: That's exciting. Is, we
2: cannot. I cannot stress enough, Laura. For anyone wanting to come, Lewis Castle is a ruin. But yeah, 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 yeah. But, but like Will Duggan, ruined but still very nice.
1: Yeah. Wholesome, you know. Now...
2: I'm hoping that this door here is going to be open, Laura. Because if not, this will conclude our actual episode
1: in... It is open. So we're going to go through this little doorway. You'll hear the sound change now as we enter the echoey stone room. So there's a big sign on the wall that says about the pleasure gardens. Um, Oh, Thomas Friend is back. And he moved into the Barbican house in the early 18th century, as you heard earlier. Um, And he liked the ruined nature of the buildings as they fitted into his plan to make a fashionable pleasure garden on top of the keep. So he turned all this into, like, a sexy garden.
2: Very interestingly, though, um, there's a little bit, like a sort of did-you-know bit, that just for anyone that didn't know, uh, postcards, cameras, emails and text messaging had not been invented in the 18th century. (laughs) So if anyone wanted a record, they had to either write about it or draw it, Okay.
1: But you could come up here and you could draw all of the countryside, so that's exciting. Right, now we're going up some creaky wooden stairs and there's a little rope to one side to help you pull yourself up.
2: It's lovely. You know, we are mentioning the, uh, the flint that was used to build. It's just in the wall now. Like, I'm rubbing flint that was placed a thousand years
1: ago. Yeah, that's mad, isn't it? The
2: stairs, not original.
1: no. The snow is getting quite heavy now. OK, so we're up to the first, like, landing veranda.
2: Just before you tell...
1: Loranda. Uh,
2: tell the people about this. So this sort of landing veranda is bare, basically, apart from a couple of this information with a view. It's just a small stone chamber. And when Becca and I... Came here, it would be the summer maybe of 2021. We walked in here and there were two people in their mid 20s absolutely necking. (laughs) So if you visited Lewis Castle in maybe July 2021 and you were with your partner and you were necking, I saw you. and I liked it.
1: <laughs> it might be because of this sign on the wall that says 1300 from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. climax and collapse. Blah,
2: blah, blah.
1: It doesn't actually. It means the years 1300 to 1400 and it's about the climax and collapse of the castle, but it, it makes it sound like You've got to have a laugh there's up, a tour it? that starts from 1 to 2.
2: So did you know during the
1: last He's had it with that accent.
2: During the last 1000 years. <laughs> um, during the last 1000 years when you were just for inflation, William de Warren, the man who started this castle, is probably the second richest man in England. In modern money, he was worth £74 billion. Pounds, Bloody hell. Which at the time was like 9p.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so.
1: The thing is, though, I would so much... If I'm going to be a billionaire ever, which I don't think it's morally right to ever be a billionaire. But if I was ever going to do it, I'd want it to be now. Because... Being a billionaire back then, it's still fucking cold in this castle. Like, I know it's better than being outside, but...
2: We we have said this many times. Our standard of living is better than most kings in history. Yeah. And I'm I'm sure I've referenced it before. Also, if your name is Zach...
1: Oh, he's got distracted again. Halfway through a sentence, here comes another one.
2: There are people graffiti in this wall, but actually, do you know what? That is living history. Anyway, um, the BBC Dracula that came out... And when he ends up in someone's house in the modern day, he's like, I've known kings who would faint at the opulence in this abode.
1: That was very sexy, Will. Thank you. Oh, my goodness, well, speaking of sexy, chair, look maybe. at this naked guy on his <laughs> thick horse. <laughs> So there's a drawing here. Uh, it says, John DeWarren loved hunting using his hawks and hounds. He insisted he had the right to hunt wherever he wanted to. If anyone objected, he put them in prison. Oh, maybe I would have liked being a billionaire in the past. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know I do what? like they're power.
2: Current billionaires, they're just, like, Elon Musk. Everyone thinks he's a twat and he can't mm-hmm. do anything about it.
1: Well, I guess people hated him, but you couldn't tweet about it. You just had to talk about it. So, it so there's a, a, it. a blue horse with, like, a
2: photo, dump
1: trucks... That's twisted over on one side Looking back at the camera slash artist Because pictures and postcards weren't invented The guy, William Dwarren Is either wearing flesh coloured armour Or is naked With a dick hanging down the back of his neck Feeding a hawk
2: That's got the longest neck of it. Basically the person who drew this and Also from the look of it He's standing on a tree branch Yeah The person who drew this Has and never a seen a human being broken. A horse or a hawk
1: <laughs> There's a lot going on there so yeah they're talking about the building of the stronghold and William de Warren basically starting it all off because he was this billionaire dude um, having kids um, and, and sort of getting the castle going and then sort of it becoming a stronghold and so being a place you could fight from and then obviously once you've got somewhere like this inherited wealth uh, and it, they're just passing the wealth down the family and it's much much easier to defend it once you've got somewhere like this and it's easier to convince people that you deserve wealth because you have stuff like this and then and um, it sort of all falls apart somewhere around the 1300s when it's because there's no legitimate male heir will and women get involved and then it all just goes all screwy. And then the bloody peasants rise up.
2: So after the decay, we've come up one more level to another sort of uh, antechamber. No one I've ever seen necking in here. But there's two arrow slits.
1: Yeah, and it says you're allowed to go in if you dip your head. I don't need to. Um, yeah. Yep. It's an arrow slit. Oh, there's a spiral staircase to the right. That would have been the original staircase. It's all crumbled and decayed, but that's amazing. Look at that. You can really see the steps carving out of the ruin.
2: Yeah. So then, as we said, after the um climax and collapse, <laughs> the next three hundred years are essentially decay and division. So um Lewis Castle had no clear role. Um in the sixteenth century a man called John Rowe bought loads of flint just from the wall. They were which interesting that happens quite a lot with castles. You know, comedian Pete Otway. Yeah. He's he's from Kendall, and his mum lives in a cottage that was built out of the stones of the old ah. Kendall Castle. Um Yeah, you know, so he bought it. Someone in 1635 said the castle was now quite demolished. People used parts of it as a prison. But essentially nothing happened here until, you know, the 1700s when the religion and the railways and people started... To be interested in the past, they bought the castle, the Social Psychological Society, and then in 1875, up until today, it has been sort of renovated into this for the people, and I like that a lot.
1: The people like us. We're the people bringing this people podcast out to more people. People! And now we're going right the way up, and now we're right at the top! and the snow is falling. Well, the snow's coming down. Christmas. Oh, and they've put they've helpfully put little standy steps up so that short people like me can see over the top. It is an absolute blanket of white. No. And they've got little signs to tell you what you're looking at. So from this one that I'm at, you can see the Westgate Chapel and St Michael's Church. Bull House. Oh, which was where Thomas Paine lived, that writer. I think Thomas Paine comes up in Hamilton, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, the rights he. of man. Is that Thomas?
1: Yeah, maybe. That's, uh, so from this angle, you can see where Lewis Priory was. And the Priory... Oh, my God, the snow is going down my neck. I wish I'd worn my scarf.
2: I've worn my scarf, and I'm still very cold. Yes. Gosh, I hope we get home safely,
1: Laura. Well, I'm starting to worry about where we left the car in that already icy, slippery car park. So there you go. I mean, the, the it's worth... I would say, for this part of it, obviously we're about to go and do the Archaeological Museum and you'll hear that next week. Um... Uh, this is lovely this has been the, the just the best views I've seen in in forever so well worth coming here if you're a bit of a view gazer or you've got a camera or if you are a sketchy drawer type person absolutely worth it and there's so many other things to do in Lewis there's like Anne Boleyn's house so it would make a wonderful day out with that yeah,
2: I do things like it's Lewis Castle we've been here a while and we've sort of done it all quite Uh, Involved, it's not a day out here. No, bear in mind, we are still going to the museum, but it was 10 pounds per each in, but that's entry to the castle and to the museum. I think that's quite reasonable. And I was looking at the thing like, if if you came as a family. It's like 30 quid for a full family. That's quite good.
1: Yeah. So, we are, we'll see you next week for our trip to the Archaeological Museum. Um, but thank you for listening. If you want to hear the extended version of this episode, as well as our extra episodes of uh, Years and Years, our Patreon-only podcast every week, and the monthly live stream, then do go to patreon.com forward slash national treasures. And um, for just £5 a month, or you can do it in one yearly bundle and get 10% off, £54 for the year, um, you can... Uh, join our Patreon and join the Discord and get to know all of the lovely Uh But if not, we'll see you next week for another wonderful episode of the National Treasures Podcast.
2: i nothing to add. Brilliant. Bye. Bye. <laughs>